0: I'm Melissa. This is 30 Over 30, the success and stereotypes conversation with wise words from women for other women. Welcome to another episode of 30 Over 30. Today I have Montel uh, with me on the chat and she is a leadership and personal branding coach. Um, She spends a lot of time helping women to build their confidence and create an impactful personal brand around what they do. Tell us a little bit more about what you do um, and just expand on why you do what you do. Yeah,
1: cool. So, hey, everyone. I'm Mantel B. And as you said, I am a personal brand coach. So I help women to develop their online brand and build an online community and to just break free from any insecurities, any limiting beliefs, and to really become a better and confident version of themselves. So um, I started this journey around a year ago. I've been a content creator for the past five years. So I was in the beauty industry, in the travel industry, and then I knew I just wanted more and I knew I wanted to teach and I wanted to guide women through similar journeys that I went through. Um, when it comes to not having confidence, being socially awkward, being an introvert, being shy, all of these things I went through so i i just I was really passionate about teaching women to do the same. So I did a lot of volunteering in schools. I was working with young girls, underprivileged girls who wasn't doing the best with the grades. And I was just teaching them workshops, teaching them how to build the confidence, how to make friends, etc. And that's how I knew, yes, this is exactly what I wanted to do. So it was a case where I was thinking, how can I marry my love for travel, my love for creating content, and then my love for also helping people. So that's how I came across coaching. And then when I was exposed to the coaching world, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I would love to be doing. So that's really how I got started with it. And from there, I've just been researching. I've been working with other coaches myself, and I've just really been trying to develop myself so I can teach people the best way I can. Um, So right now, my coaching looks like I I offer one-to-one and I also offer group coaching. So within the sessions, I will do a training and then I'll allow anyone in the session to ask me as many questions as they can. So the journey I take them from is not having confidence, not having a social media presence, um, feeling like they don't know what to do. They've got all these passions, but they don't know how to um, navigate it. And I take them from that stage to a stage where they've got an online presence, they're confident, they're online, they're doing something they're passionate about, and then they're potentially
0: monetizing that passion. And so you talked about things like helping women build their confidence. Well, not just women, but you talk about things like social awkwardness. And um, my question is, at what point did you realize that you, you know, what gave you the confidence to decide to start teaching? Because, you know, you're still relatively young. Do you feel as though it was somebody else out externally coaching you that gave you the confidence to go out and coach other people? Or was it a specific incident that kind of gave you the confidence to go out and start coaching and teaching other people to gain confidence?
1: So it was a mixture of the two, really. Um, as I briefly touched on, I haven't really had the best upbringing and the best childhood so that was a really that was a massive knock on my confidence growing up so I was very socially awkward Um, I didn't want to speak to family I didn't speak to friends I was just I isolated myself and then I feel like I always say this to everyone but YouTube was my university. <laughs> I pretty much <laughs> learned everything I was to know <laughs> from YouTube. So, I just happened to come across all of these just like positive personal development gurus online. Um the main one that I came across was Michelle. I can't actually remember Michelle B her name was. Okay. So she is like a And she always promotes um, positivity and just developing your mindset and creating better lifestyles for yourself. So from that, I was just really interested in it. So I spent hours and hours on end on YouTube, just doing all of this research. And then from there, I was I kind of gave myself the confidence, but then to actually be confident in teaching others, I felt like I needed to have a mentor or a coach. So I did seek out a mentor and I've been working with him now and it's been going really well. So, yeah, I feel like having my own support and someone who's already in the industry, that gave me even more confidence to pursue it myself.
0: And I think so many people do say that having a mentor propelled them in not just career wise, but in terms of personal development. So I don't think we can emphasize enough the importance of getting someone who's done what you're trying to do or someone who's kind of been there and has experience that they can pass down onto you. So that sounds like the perfect way to, I guess, gain confidence. Because if you've not done something before and it's kind of unfamiliar territory, the fact that you don't feel I guess, qualified enough or or accomplished enough in that area, that can be a massive blow to your confidence and that can affect the work you do. So yeah, I think having someone kind of above you to steer you in the right direction, give you feedback and and kind of confirm successes, I think that is what helps you to move forward really. Do you think there are any specific challenges that are unique to women your age or can you think of any challenges that have been unique to you in your personal journey? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so just to let you all know, I am 23 years old, and I feel like I'm at an age right now where half of my friends are settling down, they're buying houses, they're getting kids. At 23? Um, the other half <laughs> of my friends, yes! <laughs> Honestly, at 23 years old, I have so many friends who have uh, bought a house and they're settling down, or they've got kids, they're on to the second child. And then the other half of my friends, like me, are just wanting to explore and live life and single, not looking for anyone right now. So yeah, I'm in a position right now where it's like, what, am I doing the right thing? Or it's just like, where, what path am I meant to be on right now? Yeah. And I'm a firm believer of I will follow my own path and I'll do things in my own time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's difficult because my like best, best friends and my closest friends, they're living different lives to me right now. So it's hard for me to live my life and spread my wings and do whatever I want to do and be single and independent and wild, you could say, but then still try to maintain a relationship and a good friendship with my other friends who are settling down now and they've got kids and our lives are just so different. So I'm finding it difficult to live my own life but not feel guilty that I can't be around as much. Um So yeah, that's one thing I think a lot of women my age are struggling with because I feel like a lot of women are in the same position. They've got friends who are settling down, living a different path, and they're single still. So you do have doubts thinking, should I be doing that? Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I being, like, am I, am I meant to be settling down? You just, yeah, it's just a weird stage. And I know I'm only 23 years old, but they're the kind of thoughts that go through a 23 years old mind right now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I can confirm that based on people I've spoken to, I think it's not a thought that's exclusive to 23 year olds. I think literally every 20 something and 30 something year old woman has oh, yeah. <laughs> these thoughts and has these feelings. And I think as you get older, the the number of married friends you have obviously goes up. And I think the older you get, the more you do start to think, am I on the right path? Did I make the right career choices? But I genuinely do believe that everything happens for a reason. And I genuinely believe that everyone's journey is different. 23 to one woman can mean something completely different and, you know, 33 to another woman could mean that they're in a completely different phase of life and I just don't think you can compare the two. For me, that's just about being able to accept that your life, destiny and journey is just not to be compared with anyone else's. I think if you trust that journey and trust that process, you will find out in the end why your situation was slightly different. Would you say that there was a particular time in your life that you embraced womanhood? Um, there's been plenty of time. In which perspective would you mean? I've- okay, so I'm going to reframe and I'm going to say, was there a defining point in your life that you felt like, oh wow, I'm really a woman now?
1: I moved out of my property, um, not my property, sorry. I moved out of my, um's house at quite a young age. So I was 17 years old. Yeah and from that point i have always been independent so from that point that's when i really felt like yes i'm an adult now but not only am an adult i'm a woman so I was doing everything for myself at that point. Um, I felt really independent, really
0: empowered, and yeah, I really became a woman from that age. I feel so from the independence of being out there and being on your own. That was the that was your moment, or that was your kind of defining time where being out in the big wide world, you had to be your own woman because when you're living at home, you can't really be your own person, can you? Because you're under someone else's rules you're in you're under someone else's roof and whether you like it or not you cannot truly be independent in that in that environment would you agree
1: yeah i 100% agree and i can say for anyone out there who is going to be moving um out of the parents how soon it is going to be so different and it's going to be a shock and you will also realize how much you're going to grow and how much you're going to just evolve as the woman you are once you do take that step and move out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I moved out of my mum's house when I started university and it's still something that I would always recommend every young person to do, whether, whether they're going to university or not, because the level of growth that you achieve in those two to three years is it's like 10 years worth of growth. Definitely. I'm going to ask whether you think things like anxiety and depression is a big issue amongst women and how it can be dealt with. So just to give some context to that, we recently became aware of quite a high profile celebrity, Caroline Flack. She recently committed suicide. And what we saw was the aftermath of that, the impact of the devastation, the shock. And obviously, she's she's quite well known and she's in the public eye. So, we hear about things like that. But I also can think of recent stories that I've heard about women regionally and locally who have kind of got to to a point where they felt like there was no way out. And there was one particular woman who, I think she was a health worker and she was sort of doing 12-hour shifts every day and she felt really stressed out. She felt like she couldn't cope with the pressure. She also felt like she didn't have time for a social life or to pursue what she was personally passionate about. And that kind of threw her over, over the edge. I guess my question is, is there something that can be done to intercept people earlier on in that journey because it's not an overnight thing. People don't just decide, I can't, ha- you know, I'm, I'm depressed or I'm anxious. I want to do something drastic. People go through a process where they start off feeling down and feeling anxious and depressed. And then it gets to a point where they then feel like they can't take it anymore, but it's a gradual process. Is there something that we can do as a society to just get people way before they get to that point where they feel like they have to do something drastic?
1: i definitely feel like there needs to be there is a bit of awareness but not not anything near how it should be Um just speaking on my personal experience so when i was in school i actually ended up seeing a and i was always in and out of school having to do counseling sessions etc and i actually did not know at this point what was wrong with me right. it just went from me being a young girl feeling like i didn't want to talk to anyone so i just everyone would say that I'm just moody and I'm just rude so that's how I kind of took it so I just want to stay in my room I'd isolate myself from my family my friends um really have the support at home I was just also told I'm just being quiet I'm just being rude but I knew that there was something else to it but because everyone was just putting on onto me that I was just like stuck up or rude or just quiet or ignorant I just took it as okay that's what I am and it took for school to see something else and that's why they put me through therapy and counselling etc but even then I still didn't really quite know what it was until one day I was in year 11 so bearing in mind I've been going through um, the therapy and the counselling sessions from year year um, eight to year 11. So that's like three years. Um, and then it took till I was in year 11. One of the counsellors then said to me, oh, um, we feel like you do have depression. And that was the first time I'd heard that word really. Yeah. I kind of heard it before. But for somebody to tell me that I've had child depression all this, it was just a massive shock to the system and it was just like that explained everything then and why could no one see this before so why did I have to go through all of this mm-hmm. feeling so low feeling so down all the time feeling like my friends or my family did not plan mm-hmm. and it took somebody else outside of my life to tell what was going on. And then from there, it just made a lot of sense. So I feel like if we can really raise awareness to generations that it's okay to experience different feelings, it's okay to um not feel happy all the time. And that's perfectly fine. But we encourage you to talk about it. And we encourage you to seek help and not feel like you have to deal with it um on your own.
0: Absolutely. And I think apart from seeking help, we need to have a culture of not dismissing people's feelings because I think if you're going through a tough time, the worst thing you can hear is get over yourself you're too depressed you're too stuck up you're too moody I think those are the worst things that you can hear because you absolutely need to be around things and people that will uplift you you need to be around people that are willing to understand you and unfortunately sometimes it's not your family members and that's just because they are you know they're they're just too familiar with you and they think oh, it's just you having one of those days Where whereas you need someone who's able to recognize that actually you just may need a bit of time a bit of space a bit of encouragement judgment um, and no judgment
1: yeah I 100% agree all about educating generations and encourage them them to talk up and just raising that awareness but then doing the same for the older generations because I also find that with the older generations they've had their feelings dismissed for a lot longer it's just natural to them like we can't blame them for how they've brought that down on new generations all we can do is also raise the awareness to them as well I feel
0: yeah Agreed. And what role do you think social media plays in women's health?
1: Um, so I feel like social media plays... Two parts, really, and it's all dependent on how you portray it, because obviously someone like me who lives on social media I work on online, so I yeah. do see the positive sides, but then I also very much see the negative sides, and I will never dismiss the negative effects that social media can have um, it's very difficult to find the balance between using it effectively, using it for inspiration, and then. Um, using it in a way where you are falling into comparison or you're watching everyone else's life and it's make you feel some type of way because that will definitely affect your mental health. Um So yeah, I do feel like it plays a massive part on mental health, but I- I just, again, need to start raising the awareness of how to use it healthily and how to use it effectively so it doesn't have that negative downside. Because at the end of the day, it's just a screen, it's just the internet, it's just the phone. It can be switched off at any point and we can go back and live a regular life and not have to worry about whatever's going on online. So it shouldn't
0: really have to affect us as much as it is right now. We can completely go back to becoming regular analog people. It's not hard. But yeah, I think a narrative around how can we mm. use it better okay. needs to be, needs to be the conversation and not social media is bad because actually just like the internet, it, there's, there's good and bad. And, you know, conversations around what's a healthy way to set limits? What's a healthy way to use social media? That's the conversation that people need to have. How do you feel about turning 30? I feel great. <laughs> I mean, is it something you've really even thought about? So great. But it does come up in conversations.
1: Like, even yesterday, me and my friend, she's 25, which is not that much older, but she was like, Montel, what am I going to do? Um, I've just had a baby and I really want to go traveling and do all this stuff. And I'm saying to her, you have got time. Like 30 is a prime time for you to do things. You can still party. You can still travel. You can do whatever you want to do. And she's like, no, I can't. I'm running out of time. I'm going to be so old. And it's just crazy that we have two different mindsets. Yeah. Because I honestly feel like 30 is going to be my prime time. and I don't know if um follow Patricia Bright, but she's around 30 now. And that's how I see myself at 30, just driving, My business will be booming. I'm going to have my first child at around 30. I, yeah, I'm so excited for it.
0: Speak it into existence. And I think just, you know, to expand on what you just said about your friend, I think she may be feeling like that because she has a child and she's feeling as though she's not maybe got as much time to herself because she now has a child. You know, I see people with yeah. children who are absolutely traveling the world. You know, there's still, you know, I know a lot of working mums, people who run run businesses as well as have children. So you really can do it all. But I do think there has to be a balance. And I do think at some point in, in time, you do have to choose and you do have to make a choice Is in, do I want to travel? Do I want to settle down? Do I want to completely focus on the career? You can have these goals and you can have these aspirations. And this is what I talk about in the book I wrote. I talk about having goals as a woman, having aspirations, but I talk about making sure that you don't measure those goals according to someone else's benchmark or according to someone else's ideal life because even though we have that person that we think oh my god she is so goals you just don't know how your journey is mapped out and and I think even though we can plan and we can set goals we just have to leave room for the fact that our path might just be slightly different and one thing i found is that when you write things down when you make goals when you set visions those things always do come to pass, but not necessarily in the way that we envisioned it, not necessarily always at the time that we imagined it, but it does always happen. What does success mean to you?
1: So success means being able to get up in the morning in a beautiful house. I mean, it doesn't have to be a mansion or the best house, but just a house that's designed for me, how I like it, Being able to wake up, um, do whatever I want to do in the morning. If I want to exercise, if I want to do a bit of yoga, just really take my time to do a morning ritual. Then um, have nice breakfast made for me. Then I can spend the afternoon doing some work, teaching people, doing exactly what I love. Speaking at events, Mm -hmm. having having my own brand, like that's what true success looks like to me. Just being able to wake up every day happy, not being the richest person in the world, but just full of love and happiness every single day. That's what success means for me.
0: I agree. It's been great talking to you and I've really enjoyed getting to know more about what you do. So for everyone that is listening, she is on Instagram at Montel B. Is that right?
1: Yep, that's right. So that's double
0: E. Right. Well, it's been great and uh, have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you for having me on today. I've really enjoyed this. If you liked this conversation, then let's continue online at 3030book. Tell a friend to tell her friend because that's how wise words get heard. You can find out more on www.30over30.co.uk and you can find me at Melissa with an A on Instagram.